I'm Nick Harcourt and welcome to another episode of The Sound of Success, the podcast where we talk with movers, shakers, and just plain cool people about music. This week's podcast is a mini-sode, occasional interviews and conversations that don't quite fit our format, but that we think you might enjoy. This episode features a Proust-like questionnaire about music and life, with 21 questions for actor, comedian, writer, musician, and producer Fred Armisen. Fred has carved out an extensive career in the worlds of television, film and music. He spent 11 years as a writer and cast member on Saturday Night Live, has appeared as a guest star on pretty much every cool TV show of the last 20 years or so, and co-created and co-stars in the IFC shows Portlandia and Documentary Now, and for HBO, the Spanish-language series Los Espookies. Fred is the official drummer and band leader for Late Night with Seth Meyers, and if you haven't seen his Netflix special, Stand Up for Drummers, please do yourself a favor and put it on your watch list. It's 21 Questions with Fred Armisen. So you're ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I've not seen these in advance. <laughs> it's like a I'll, pop I'll, quiz. I'll try to be concise. Please. Or, or not. Or not. What is your first musical memory? Um, hearing um, The Candyman by Sammy Davis Jr., do you remember where you were? Uh, I think my parents got me the record in Long Island in uh, Valley Stream. It was a 45, and um, I liked the song, and then somehow they, they found the record and got it for me. Do, do you know what it was about the song that you liked? Was it because he was the candy man, or was it his voice, or was it the, the way the song felt? It feels like it's the melody. Right. I think that's a really pretty melody, and there was something um, positive and optimistic and... Uh, something optimistic about it. What was your first musical instrument? Um, the first instrument I ever took lessons on was piano. When I lived in Brazil, we t I had piano lessons, but I didn't really take to it. Um, then later I took drum lessons, and, and that's what I most liked. When I was a kid, they tried to make me play violin, mm -hmm. and there's just no way I was going to take to that at the age of six or seven or yeah. what, whatever it was of course now i wish i had yeah. um but sometimes i i feel like when your parents try to get you to to learn something there's almost a resistance to it was it like that with you with the piano or did you just yes. yeah also because you, you you don't have heroes yet aside from cartoons Cause you, cause so you're, you're, so you're not young. you're not emulating anyone yeah so uh, the, i think that it, it takes that to get you to play something so what was the the moment when you realized that you wanted to do music there was no, um, I mean, I would say hearing I'm the Walrus, hearing that as a song and just, th you know, something about that was an invitation in, but either I forgot or I think that I always felt that way. I, I don't remember a time where I didn't want to play music, but who knows? I could just be my memory just jumping all over the place. It does. It does that. Yeah. Um, Beatles, of course, uh, from Magical Mystery Tour. Uh, what was the first song, can you remember the first song that you played oh you mean like as an instrument yeah <gasps> no did you make something up was it a cover i, I, I probably man that is a, such a tough question i don't remember i don't remember the first song this is hard-hitting journalism yeah this is that is really really tough because there's piano lessons but was i really playing hmm. um i remember playing with my friends uh and then I think there were some Beatles songs that I was like, I think I know how this one goes, but I, I can't remember. Next question. Mm -hmm. Who's your favorite artist, dead or alive, who does what you do? Oh, wow. Um, who does what I do? I would say Mike Myers because 
he always put music into everything he did. And there's something about the way that he was also in movies and there was these different characters, the way he was on Saturday Night Live that I just really identify with. I realized when I asked it that it's kind of a trick question because you do a lot of things. Um, if I was to ask you who was the, your favorite drummer ever, who would that be? Um, Keith Moon from The Who. All right. If you didn't do what you do now, and again, understanding that's quite a lot of stuff, but mm -hmm. if all of a sudden it's like, you know what, you can't do comedy anymore and you're not allowed to play drums. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Kill yourself, right? Mm. What could or would you like to do? Um, this is going to sound like a joke answer and may, it's even going to sound pretentious and it's sort of that it's going a totally different direction. I don't mean this as a joke, but I would say building prosthetics for people who didn't have um, limbs because I like the idea. I like sort of working against nature. I like working against fortune. You know, I like, I like, oh, screw the way that some accident happened. I think that I like the idea that you can, uh, maybe enrich someone's life by putting some energy into making cool looking prosthetics. And I've seen some around that look really robotic mm. as I think they should be. It should look robotic and futuristic as opposed to like a fake hand. So it sounds like a joke, but that is, no, I mean, that's I, a every, every time I just, every time I see something about robotics online, I guess a lot of people do. I'm always fascinated. I'm like, they made this, hand and this person is using their mind to to grasp something i, I think that's incredible i just want to give a visual because obviously this is not television fred is currently looking at his hand yeah. and sort of like you know moving the fingers around yeah. as if it were real yeah <laughs> yeah that's a fascinating answer what's your idea of happiness um waking up early in los angeles having a cup of coffee having a nice breakfast um that's my that's the perfect perfect moment it's pretty good what's your idea of misery um when you're in line for something and there is no way around it so if you're traveling internationally mm -hmm. uh if i'm in a, a different country and i'm sort of waiting in line to get on the plane and i'm not fancy in that moment i'm not like hey come on i'm on this show and you know <laughs> come on let me through is there a lounge when they're like no this is where the where you show your passport this is the line this is the line and there's 300 people here yeah and that the misery of like i don't even know the language well enough to say like uh i'd like to sit somewhere quietly yeah it's like you, you're gonna stand here that moment of i i have no choice <laughs> i have no choice <laughs> I, I i think um i get it yeah. and and i think my way of dealing with that is i just imagine i'm driving in los angeles oh good you know Good. Because I'm going to be sitting somewhere for at least an hour. Yes. Without going anywhere. Okay. Do you have heroes? Yes. Male hero. Can be anybody, by the way. It doesn't have David to be. David Byrne. Okay. Why? Um, I like that he keeps, re he, that he reinvents himself and that he reinvents how he's going to perform so that it's never, oh, I'm just going on tour again. It's, he, it's he always puts, different. He puts thought into it. Do you have a female hero? Yes. Um, Tina Fey. She's amazing. And I'm presuming your friends. Yeah. Why is she your, your female hero? Why would you pick her? Because of her work ethic. Right. So she it puts care and thought 
into every project she does. So she doesn't roll into different projects like, I guess I'm doing this show. Every, every step of the way is uh, full work, full just focus, and she wants to make something great. I'm a big fan. Um, favorite place on earth? Los Angeles. Why? I love it. I love Los Angeles. I can't get enough of it. I love the studios. I love being in my car. I love listening to music in LA. I love how vast it is. I love all the different communities that have not. I love the showbiz aspect and the non-showbiz aspect. There are just, there's neighborhood after neighborhood that I keep sort of finding out about. It is an amazing place because you can, as you said, sort of be in the middle of everything if you want. You can live in certain neighborhoods and you're going to see cool, groovy hipsters or, or yeah. whatever or famous people. And then you can live, you know, in the valley where you're never going to see anybody who does anything apart from real blue collar work. Yes. And uh, literally, you know, within half an hour's drive, you can be in another place. And the other thing people always point out about this for folks who are listening, not in Los Angeles, is you're an hour away from snow, from mountains, mm -hmm. from the ocean. It's, it's quite, City, quite remarkable. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a, a, a close second for a, a getaway would be Reykjavik, Iceland. Oh, now, I know, some, I know a bunch of people who've been there. I've never actually made it. I was invited one year for some big music thing. Oh, you got to go. But I didn't get there because I'd done something else, and I was like, I don't know if we can squeeze this on the expenses for, an, for another one. But what is so special about it? it? You do feel like you're on a different planet. Right. It's, it's the closest, in my opinion, to um, space travel. Have you ever been to uh, Asia, like China? Or I went to like Japan. That? I went to China a few years ago, and that felt to me like being on yeah. another planet and I loved it yes it's like wow I really did leave home um, you're on a desert island you're only allowed one thing it's not a phone what is it I'm, not, I'm only allowed one thing one object yeah um, uh, I would say um, a um, Swiss army knife <laughs> that's a great answer yeah I've done a few of these and nobody's hit that before. Well, well just because well if done. you're dealing with vegetation, yeah. you think your fingernails are going to do all the work on it. It's like, no, there, there are some vegetables and fruits that are... <laughs> <laughs> and if you get a really good one, they have like a hundred different things in them. They have like scissors in them and yeah, saws. And, yeah, there's, you're going to you know. have also medical problems. You might have to, you know, fix something on your finger or something. <laughs> it's great. If you ran the world, what's the first thing you'd do? If I ran the world? Yeah. Somebody says, Fred, you're in charge. I would say from now on, any place of business is open 24 hours a day. This business, this nonsense of we're closed or, <laughs> you know, this, all of that would stop. And that includes um, with, with highways, road closures, n no more. No more. Everything's open. Always. Everything's open e everywhere. And, all, and that includes also flights. The, I, I, I was going to say, that would, that would, you know, the line problem you have. It would fix everything. <laughs> a 2 a.m. flight, a 4 a.m. flight. Let's stop with this, like, everything ends at 10.30. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Mm, some sort of um, temperature control shield. Some sort of, like, something on my skin that I, I wouldn't have to think about when it's too hot that I'm hot, some sort of control where I could air condition myself. You could just adjust your, yeah. regulate your temperature. Yeah. So yeah. if you're in Iceland, you could be 70 degrees. I could warm myself. And if, and if I'm in and the if desert. if you're in LA in the middle of the yeah. summer. Some sort of like version of armadillo type I like something. It. Are you a morning person or a night owl? Morning person. Okay. Uh, do you write songs? 
Uh, I write um, parody songs, fake pre pretend songs. So I'm not sure that the next one is is really going to be relevant, but I'm going to ask you the, what you would do if you did. Okay. Is it easier to write a love song or a revenge song? Love song. Okay. Uh, digital or analog? Well, it's going to be easy to say analog, but I think I'm wrong. Digital, because... If I listen to CDs and iPod Classic, that is in fact digital. It's where, so, it, it's, where it's at. Yeah, I, I wish I could be cool. Cause, but I love vinyl. I have a record collection. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to travel and actu actually listening to music, I would... Well, you were, you were telling me earlier, um, before we started 21 Questions, that you travel with a, a classic iPod. I, iPod Classic, yeah. Amazing. What color? Black. Nice. Or whatever, the slate gray. Ah. Uh. One of the one of the uh, the original ones, classic, yeah, yeah. obviously. Um, do you have a, a a ritual before you do a show, whether it's a stand up or if you're going to go play drums or anything? No, not really. I just make sure that I don't eat too much right before I go on to do something. I wait till after, then I'll eat. Right. Um, but other than that, I just try to try to be calm. I think we're up to about eighteen here. Mm. Um, is there anything you've seen backstage? And wish you hadn't. Oh, wow. Anything I've seen backstage that I wish I hadn't. There's nothing that I wish I hadn't seen because right. it's all an education. So even if I saw someone yelling at someone, for example, I see it as like, well, I'm glad I saw that because I saw that you shouldn't, you know. Yeah. Now, now you know what that person's Now like. you know what that, yeah. there's that. So it all, right. it all helps. What's the title of the movie of your life? Um, Brazil, because of the Terry Gilliam movie. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. The more more that than it, because the movie Brazil isn't about the country, right? It's about uh, sort of fantasizing and thinking of another world. And you feel that's reflective of your. I think, yeah, in a, in a good way. That I think that I think it might be just a human trait. You're just thinking of this other other place. And as we wrap up with the twenty first question, thank you first of all. Um, what's your current state of mind? Very happy, gratified. Uh, I've got, I feel like I have mostly gratitude. Um, and I, that's an overused word, but I do, I feel very, I get to have this very nice life and, um, I feel good. Thanks. Thanks. Mm -hmm. The Sound of Success is hosted and produced by myself, Nick Harcourt, for Spark Network. Our theme music is by Keita Klein. For more episodes, find us on Spotify, Apple, sparknetwork.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.